G'day, podcasters. Ahoy hoy. Abby's had to bounce early today. Sick kids ruining her life. It's always fun, isn't it? Isn't it? Really? Yeah. Always fun when the children are sick. Especially when you're like, oh, they'll be at school till thra, bugger. Is that not the worst? Mm-hmm. The so if they can tell you the night before, that'd be fine. If they can say, hey, look, I think I'm going to pull up bad tomorrow morning. So, you know, give yourself time to yeah. arrange stuff. I guess. But mm. even still, you know, that's your time. That's your time. Can't get it back. No. No. No, it's time is gone. It's gone forever. But then they leave the house and you sit around going, I should have appreciated them more, in theory. My daughter's going to camp next week. Really? Where, where's, what's that, grade yeah, six? So, so she's in a combined, so five, six. She's in five. Five. Uh, what's the camp? Uh, somewhere up the ways. It's near Gympie, I believe. There's oh, archery yeah. and rock climbing and um, cable walks and the usual. So yeah, she's okay. so excited. She packed already. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah, it's already packed. Yep. How good. Yeah. But I, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no one thinks about stab. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, that's the thing. How long is she gone for? Five da- Five days. Five oh, poor days. you, poor you. I'm going to leave work at 9.30, 10 o'clock. And when I get home, no one will be there. Mm. And then I won't have to do school pickup. I won't have to worry about giving her a nutritious meal. I can just slap whatever I want together That's for dinner. Point. That's a very good point. Mm. And then that night I won't have to fight with someone to get in the shower or That's go to like bed nine. or make them do their homework. Mm. Yeah. You, Stav. <laughs> you know what? If mm. you'll be so lonely, mm. I'll send my kids to yours. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I think I'll, I think I'll struggle through. <laughs> I'll struggle through. <laughs> Do not feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. I'm. St- oh, should I take down the GoFundMe? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Didn't even read it. I just put money in. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good week. Yeah, oh, we're going to a concert. Hmm. Because we got no, don't have to get a babysitter. Oh, I'm aware of the situation. <laughs> I'm aware, well aware. Of Actually, it helped me out. If we, could we pre-record a couple of shows next week? Why you might go you? away for a couple of nights. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you square in the nuts. <laughs> but I don't need them. <laughs> well, the other issue is I probably wouldn't be able to reach you so tall. Can <laughs> get me a little leg up there. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh, my ankle. My ankle. Ah. (laughs) Anyway, all right, here's the podcast. Okay. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've got a bit of anger issues happening at the moment. No, have not noticed at all. You are a delight to be around, an actual delight. I feel less when I'm away from you. I've noticed it. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just having a bit of a ooh with my husband. He just we're just different. He, we think we think differently. And he had just finished a footy season. I was pretty excited by that. Everyone's finished footy in the house. Mm. Now it's just to watch our lions. But no, no, he's now signed up for nine aside. I thought that was a joke. It's not. Oh, he's done it on the same night that the kids have sport, and he said well, they'll just have to cancel their sport. Hey. 
Am I right? Yes. Girlfriend, am I right? Sing it to He's had his time. I said to him, mm. you know what? That was your mum's job. She should have drove you around. Now, priorities, it's with my kids, not with you, mate. The dog is above you. <laughs> See, these are the conversations uh, I worry about when Esther goes for a work lunch. I always said it before she leaves. I go, just because another woman complains about her husband doesn't mean you need to come back angry mm. at me. But maybe right? she's the one that's yeah. starting it. Well, that's that could be the case. <laughs> Look at you, you little cutie. Oh yeah, true. But I just don't feel like when I'm angry at Scott, I feel like it doesn't affect him. All right. I don't know if he's just in his head going do 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 do. I don't know. And Ash, our producer, sent this to me, and I was like, "Is this true?" Because she has a theory that she saw this on Instagram. Yeah. Of a lady explaining that maybe. Just maybe guys want girls to be angry. I actually get pleasure from pissing you off and annoying you, and I'm not making this up. There's a study between men and women that shows that men are reinforced by seeing an angry face on someone else. As long as that face doesn't last for too long, they perceive it as a reward and not a threat. Subconsciously, they are doing these things on purpose to get that angry face out of you. Next time he's annoying you, just smile and see what happens. Yeah, that would scare the crap out of me. <laughs> How I think, so guys that kind of tease their partner yeah. and then get a reaction and go, whoa, <laughs> calm down. They, they, might, get a hit off they might get a hit off it. Do you ever do that? No. Do you ever feel like sometimes you like to razz up your wife a little bit? Yeah. You now know. that you've, no, I would have said no, but now that I've heard that, I go, yeah, maybe. Well, here's the thing. You might have more testosterone than stab over here. I want to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I want a do-over. Oh, I want a do-over. Go, so I didn't mean I want, no, I'm upset now. You walked straight into that trap, didn't you? That sucks. No, you, so you like it when your wife gets angry, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I do. Yeah. No, because yours is different. You just like to keep all your feelings down. Yeah, I also like to stay alive. <laughs> is that Does that derive from, though, and I know I do with my mates and we catch up for mm. beers. Mm. You tease them. We, we're like hanging crap yes. on each other. 100%. It's the same. You like to get a bit of a reaction like, oh, yeah. oh that's a satisfaction. I affected them. Oh, definitely and you can, tell, you can tell when it's your night because mm. they all start and you go, oh, tonight, I'm the, I'm the target tonight. Mm. So, and you just cop it. Mm. And they're saying that with um, people of the same sex, you've even learned what is their triggers even more. Yeah. So you kind of know mm. where maybe it's that nickname that your friend has hated mm. since primary school and you know that he gets razzed up, but mm. you go, all right, and you say it, and then you go, oh, come on, mate. Whoa, man. Your lawn sucks. <laughs> okay, you don't need to prove your testosterone. We know, yeah. big man. We know. Got ya. Got ya. <laughs> well, you can't air fry. <laughs> You've got bindies. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. The storm's gonna win. I can't, yeah, yeah. Oh, broadcast. No. So that doesn't that doesn't bother me. No, I don't know. No. Um, yeah, I can see. Yeah, so was, I'm not saying do it, but I'm saying that might be why. If you kind of go, why are they teasing me? Why are they trying to get a reaction? Mm-hmm. Just smile and just pretend it doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would scare me. Yeah, way more. Yeah. yeah. So do that anyway. I reckon. Mm. See, mm. I like makeup times. After see, a fight. See, you do make her angry. Yeah, well, that's that's the best times, the makeup times. You're like, see? That was, yeah. Can you push it too far and in one? So yeah, it's yeah. science. <laughs> so it's science. There you go. Men are just annoying. Yeah, we're just. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. True crime.
It's number one always on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And over the years, people have been obsessed with it. And they say that it's majority women. Yeah, stationary are. and true crime podcasts. <laughs> well, we need the stationary to work it out, Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I would love to be a detective and I'd like to solve it. And I was saying that there have been some horrific uh, crimes that have been committed and News.com keep posting them and... They obviously are posting updates and all different variations of the story because people are clicking on it and mm. reading. And I don't think I could learn anything new about it. And you guys go, we didn't even click on it. Mm. But all the girls and I have become experts in mushrooms. Mm. Oh, yes, yeah, since that lady cooked up the pie. Well, mm. she... I, I always thought women love true crime podcasts because they're just trying to work out how they could get away with killing their husband. No, that's the women in your life. Mm. But everyone else <laughs> just has a fascination of, like, we could solve this. I don't. I, to be unfair, I don't know why. So we wanted to get some answers on this. We're talking to um, a so- social psychologist right now, Dr. Amanda Vickery. Why are women obsessed <laughs> with true crime and murder? We are, aren't we? I mean, it seems like if you had said this, you know, 15 years ago, before all this advent of podcasts and talked about women being into murder, people would have been confused or not really believed you. But now I feel like everyone knows someone who's into true crime if they aren't into it themselves, right? Yeah. And so I I wanted to figure out why, like all psychologists, right? They always say we're always researching ourselves. And I want to know, why do I love true crime? Why is it why is it women? And I found a couple components that really seem to draw women in, um, more than men even. And I found that we like when a true crime story has some sort of psychological content about the killer. Mm-hmm. We want to know what set him off, what mm-hmm. caused him to kill. Was it something in his background? That something in the situation? Kind of almost like what are the, the red flags, yeah. the, the warnings to, to watch for? And people also really like true crime when they thought they were going to learn some sort of defense tactic or escape tactic, mm-hmm. like how to escape if you're kidnapped and thrown in the back of a car. Yeah, right. And when you kind of look at these things together, mm. they're all related to survival, right? Mm-hmm. How are we going to keep this from happening to us? How are we not going to date the wrong guy that's going to kill us? Or how do we escape if we're being held in a house somewhere? And I think that's why women, surprisingly, also prefer to hear about other women getting killed compared well, yeah. to men. Yeah. So if you give a woman a true crime book, and it could be the exact same story, but have female victims or male victims, they want to read about women getting killed mm. because it just it just makes it more relevant to yeah, them. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, just statistically, most of these things, the the victim is a female and the, the um, person doing the damage is a male. I was wondering how that would come into the psychology of women wanting to watch it more. I mean, guys, if you look at it that way, if we're watching it, we're a monster in any of these things that we're watching. So why would we want to watch that? Would that come into it? That is really insightful, and I, I tried to look into that. And so I looked at cases where, you know, what if, you know, a man's killing another, another man, mm-hmm. you know, maybe men would say they're into it then they don't want to say like oh yeah i love watching women get killed on you know dateline every weekend (laughs) or whatever and it didn't matter women were still just so much more into it than men it didn't matter what manipulation i tried the gender of the authors of true crime books i tried the content and no matter what women just wanted it more than men did yeah right and i like to say as well i don't want a murder like i'm actually horrified by it (laughs) but i'm just saying like i am when i read this i just go how could someone do to it and i'm actually horrified by it and don't Mm. want it to exist Mm. And I feel so sad and empathetic that someone has passed away as well. Mm. But I don't know why it seems like it's such a bad thing, but yet I am keep fascinated. The fascination still goes with it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Think about it. It's and it's innate, when all, innate within all of us. We all want to survive, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to die. And so by paying attention to murder, by learning about how it happens and when and to who and why, that can protect us. For me, I get this sense of like I enjoy the punishment as well or the sense of justice when through a podcast being brought to light and it's happened here in Australia when they're talking about true cases, people will then start putting their input Mm. and I start like liking to hear about their interactions with this person that could have been a murderer and how it's being investigated again and then these people are being charged. It feels like it's some sort of social justice. Crusade, yeah. Yeah, and and that's sort of a mixed bag. So there's, you know, the the so-called web sleuths that try to solve the crimes themselves. And and I think sometimes there's some people out there doing doing some good and sometimes some people out there getting a little too involved in doing some harm. But mm. I love those types of cases that are modern, like you said, and happening now. And there's the potential you know, wrongful conviction element if someone was wrongly mm-hmm. convicted and we're, we're looking into that now and trying to, you know, unravel the case and figure out who really did it or we're trying to solve something that has been unsolved for many years. I mean, it's absolutely fascinating. And it's fascinating to get online and talk to other people about it and read their theories and that. And it's a it's a community, just like you would have a group of people that get together to play board games yeah. or or whatever it may be now. We get online and talk to other people about crime. Mm-hmm. Well, Amanda, thank you for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. There she is, Amanda Vickery. She's a uh, social psychologist. She actually teaches. She's actually done studies into why it is that women are so obsessed with true crime. Now, if you are one of these people who loves true crime and you love to read up about it, think, can you solve the crime? We have something that is coming, mm-hmm. and when we come back, we're going to tell you about it. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen Abby so excited about something we've done here before. There's many elements of this I'm excited about. <laughs> um, yeah. And it is something that is going to involve you. So if you love true crime, <laughs> there's going to be a murder. Uh, we'll uh, give you more details. Yeah. We are so committed to the content, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the details are next. Stand by here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I don't like the fact that I like true crime. I just get really obsessed with trying to find out the answers. And we just spoke to Dr. Amanda uh, Vickery, who was kind of saying that's normal. Yeah. A lot of people do it. A lot of women. A lot of women. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, her study that she did showed that women connect to it so much because they see themselves as the victim and they think, what would, what would they need to do for survival? Yeah. And then you also want to know how the person, like the murderer, how they got to where they were, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, why are they so messed up? Why are they so cruel? Yeah. We want to be able to find out, I guess, the human psyche, maybe a little bit more than what men do. But that's good for you because you always thought that someone wanted to murder you, which is not the case. We want to solve things. Oh, Oh, you want to solve my murder? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we thought, why don't we do one of our own? Mm. So (laughs) we're putting together our own Stav, Abby and Matt, Murder mystery. This is a radio first murder mystery. I, th- I think I haven't. Or maybe they else. used to do it in like Back the nineteen twenties. Oh no, he has been stabbed. Oh, Tune no. in next Wednesday to find out who done it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> stabbing me. <laughs> so we um, we're going to reveal clues from next week. So yep. every day next week, it'll be someone in the B one hundred five team who has committed this murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, the listeners, have to figure out who it was. Are we going to say who's going to be murdered? 
Um, well, we're going to play the trailer. Oh, we got so, a trailer. Okay, here we go. I know, oh. which is pretty. And, and Listen I, up, Netflix. I know. And then when they said to me, hey, we've got the trailer for you to play, I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Even calling it a trailer. Right. So the person who <laughs> one of us is going to murder yeah. is Osha. Yeah, we Osha needed someone who everyone had a motive to kill. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And he is a, a, a past team member of ours. That's yeah. what I meant. So yeah. you, gotta, you, don't, you don't murder someone you don't know. No, that's true. That's what Stab told me, which mm-hmm. I thought was very weird. If you ever oh. want to get away with it, just kill a rando that you have no connection to. That's not. Because like, I'm, I'm not. not well, this is about a solving thing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar. So, so and just uh, just for the record, before people go, yeah, 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 Osha has agreed to let us murder him. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Consensual murder. <laughs> yeah. I think in the lo- in the eyes of the law, that's still not allowed. But anyway, regardless, yeah. regardless, it's just a hypothetical. Yeah. Okay, so no around. It all starts Monday. Who murdered Osha Ginsburg? You have to figure it out. Let the trailer play. Hello, Brisbane. My name's Osha Ginsburg. If you're listening to this now, it means that I have been murdered. All I know is that someone from the B105 team is the one that did it. Was it Abby Coleman? I didn't do it. Was it Stav Davidson? I'm no murderer. Or was it Maddie Acton? I swear! Brisbane, I need your help. Can you solve this case and bring justice to Stav, Abby, or Matt? This is Stav, Abby, and Matt's murder mystery. Be listening 810 this Monday morning to hear my murder on B105. When, when you hear our little bits there, I picture you with a pipe and a top hat. Oh, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. I am flamboyant with a scarf, very colourful clothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just taking off my black gloves? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're dressed like in a, you're in a business power suit. suit. Yes. Mm. With sunglasses on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Blood all over you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You've got more motive than anyone. Well, how so? <laughs> Stuff you've said about Osha before. Oh, Paul. Yeah, I'm nice. Been his biggest supporter. Mm. <laughs> of killing him? No. No? <laughs> hey, let's not turn on each other before we've even started. That's exactly, That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. They All throw right. other people under the bus. Or is that how is you that do it? <laughs> what? <laughs> how did Osha get murdered? Mm, um, what clues will be revealed? Um, you have to solve this mystery. And it all starts Monday morning. Murder Monday morning. Murder Monday? Monday. Murder on the dance floor. It's Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Who's your buddy, Abby? Who's your buddy? Who's your mate? Who's your pal? You are. But a little bit more confidence, please. You are. A little bit less um, sarcasm. Stav, Uh you're one of my best friends. Thank you, kindly. You can fake it. I'm here for you, and I'm here for you with this one, because all this week you have been mentioning that you got... None street cred at home. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're dorky. You're cringy. You, your kids don't want whoa, to be seen whoa, with you. Whoa, you're a, your embarrassment. That. You're a disgrace to the family is the view of your children. I just said I'm now getting into my mum era, which apparently I was in a while ago, but I didn't feel it until mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. when you get your first, oh, my God, that's so cringe. And you have to you have to duck down yep. while you drive past yep. the school. Like, yep. like you've got one of those robot cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to, be, to be fair, yeah. he'd actually think it's cringe if either of you picked him up. Oh, that hurts. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. I, I want to get him on for a conversation about this. Why don't you go and pick him up? I don't want to do that. I just want to know if he'd Actual think it'd cool. be cool. 
Finn would love if me and Stav picked him no, up. No, he wouldn't. He would so is it just the actual, just the picking up part? He doesn't like to be picked up. It's anyone over, I think, the age of 20. Right. Right. And a, and, Sorry, Matt. But above the age of 40. No, I don't know. What if I brought my father-in-law's Tesla? See? Uh, that's <laughs> what I meant. What if I brought a monster it. truck? To be fair, he loves a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, yeah, and I'm gonna dub this in because uh, I think it's ridiculous. First day of school pickup, right? Mm. At the start of the year at yeah. Churchy, someone went and picked up their kid with a boat. With a boat, with a boat, take the boat home first, mate. Uh. So they had their car with a massive boat on the back. Oh, maybe they just come from fishing though, like where they didn't have enough time to drop Don't you the think boat. That's off? a bit ridiculous. Yeah. With a massive, massive boat. It wasn't just like a little tinny. Mm. Well, it is churchy, so I guess that well, I know, no but one like has a small boat. At school pickup, it's taking up about you yeah. know, seven car loads. Oh, that's, I thought you were worried about him showing off. So you're worried about the space boat that too. he's taking. Boat. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he picked up seven kids and they all got in the boat. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, let's go to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, because this story is going viral. It's an Aussie dad, and I think it just goes to show that the cringe doesn't stop and you are nowhere near, this is another way to help you, that you are nowhere near as cringe as this dad is because this is at his daughter's wedding mm. and he gets up to make the um, father-in-law speech, right? He's obviously, and me and Ash were talking about this when you watch it, we really hope that the groom was aware of this uh, side of his father-in-law before he got married because if he doesn't, it's a bit of a red flag for oh, the rest of the leaving. family. Okay. He is a he's obviously the dad is a huge Star Wars fan. Oh my god, is this a speech you're gonna do? And he's chosen this moment to throw in some Star Wars references. He's brought some of his collection. At one point in the video, you can't see it on radio, obviously, he puts on his Darth Vader helmet to deliver the rest of the speech. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to attach, it's, it's attach cringe seatbelts now and have a listen <laughs> to the dad and his Star Wars speech. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Alicia was my only hope. Andrew, protect my daughter from the dark side. Don't let anyone steal your plans. I am your father-in-law. I join you in holding matrimony to rule the galaxy. Are we sure he is, in fact, the biological father of that girl? Um, I think she's asking questions now. Yeah. Mm. That is so bad. He gave the kid a lightsaber. He had a lightsaber. They pretended to duel with his father-in-law. So he's... he. Did he okay. look into it, or was he standing there really awkwardly? He, the new every, every, most people looked like they were waiting for it to be over. But were they into Star Wars, too? That is yet to be revealed. You know, like maybe the couple are a big Star Wars and maybe the dad doesn't even like it. He's just Googled jokes that he would be able to use. I mean, that's judging on his Darth Vader impersonation. It does seem like he has never seen the movie. I can't let go of the image of you bringing your Pez collection and somehow tying it into your daughter's (laughs) learning speech. This Pez is you, Rory, your Garfield. (laughs) This one is you, son, your Tweety Bird. (laughs) I love you so much. Oh, I'm going to look after you. Writes itself. No, I'll be cool, man. Have you used the... <laughs> I'll be cool, man. I'll be cool, man. Two Why things. Do we all yeah. think we're cooler than what we Two are? Two things. You said, I'll be cool, mm. and then you topped it off with, man. Yeah, I'll be cool, bro. Are you going to be radical? <laughs> are you going to be radical I'll be done, mate. Hey, bro, thanks yeah. for taking my daughter off me. Yeah. <laughs> I am your father-in-law. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Footy, footy, footy. Broncos, Lions. Let's go. 
talking footy at the physio yesterday. Oh, were you, mate? Yeah, mate. They're like, when's the grand final? I was like, oh, you don't know. It's on a Sunday, and then Monday's a public holiday. They're like, oh, I thought we are going to get a public holiday when we win. That was just a chat. You know, you're supposed to put on your footy voice when you're talking footy. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was was talking to this group of guys, and I was like, wouldn't it be exciting? Because everyone's like, oh, really? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, we're going to go to the grand final on Saturday as a group, and then we're going to the grand final on Sunday. And then we're taking Monday off. And when I say group, I mean us. Mm. I, got I think excited. if we did that, we might need the week off. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. You'd be a bum. bum. <laughs> any, any boss that sacks their employees is a bloody bum. Bloody bum. Uh, but we're trying to work out when the Broncos and the Lions were last in final series mm. together. Because the Lions, they did really well. Um, 2001, 2002, 2003, bombed mm. out 2004 for the grand final. And then it was a bit dodgy there for a while. Not not dodgy, just not going well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos haven't been in finals for some time either. No. It's right. 20, 2015, it's been, it's been a bit of a dark run. Yeah. Mm. But we are now, and it's all happening this weekend. So the last time that they were in finals together mm-hmm. was in 2004. <laughs> What a year it was, huh? What a year it was. Well, here you go. Here's a little bit of a test to look back (laughs) at the the year. Cut a few years off, girlfriend. (laughs) Who was the Prime Minister when the Broncos and the Lions were both in final season? Uh, Is this for us? Yeah, 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 for you guys. Uh, Johnny Howard Howard, would be my guess. Correct. What was the biggest book of 2004? Hmm. It's still, it was Harry Potter go back that far? Yeah, it does. Or the mm. Ring one, Lord of the Rings. Uh, maybe a Dan Brown. Remember him? Da Vinci Code. No, I'm going to say Da Vinci Code. I give the man a medal. Hey, look at that. Yeah, that's mm. he impressive. got for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what Good was book. the biggest movie, Movie Man? 2004. Yes, 2004. The biggest movie. <laughs> He's not going to be happy. <laughs> Uh, do I get a clue? Mm, um, you do the voice of one of the characters. Oh, is it the? Oh, is, the... is it a Jim Carrey one? No, the Matrix. One of the Matrixes. No. Hmm. Right. It was also by the other big releases were Spider Man Two, Harry Potter, and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban, and the Passion of Christ. Oh. But the winner was Shrek Two. Oh, oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, bad donkey, bad, down. No, 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 Dad, he helped rescue me from the dragon. Yep, that's me, the noble steed. Hey, waiter, how about a bowl for the steed? Oh, boy. <laughs> what was the biggest Aussie music release of 2004? Yes, we're talking about when uh, they were both in finals, and maybe this was playing in the sheds, mm. you know, as the Broncos were about to go on, or the Lions were. Maybe they maybe they belted out this one. Oh. And I wouldn't tell no, Tina Turner's way older than that. 2004. I'm, I'm talking about Aussie. Yeah, Aussie I'm going to say something about Powderfinger. Yeah, but the I'd finger. go Powder the Finger. Or Living End. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was ah. this one. What about me? Oh. It isn't fair. Oh, this would, this would play after the game yeah. for the losing yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> I want to but you just take more All right. International music release. What do you think it was for 2004? And Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Will Ooh. I Am, The Black Eyed Peas. Ooh. Before they radio edited it. No, it was this guy. Oh. Usher. 
I could see Paddy playing that in his headphones tonight for a oh, run yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. He, he's loving himself sick at the moment on the gram. Yeah. And the five biggest TV shows of 2004 were The Sopranos, yep. House, oh, Lost, yeah. Desperate Housewives, and The Wire. Oh, the but wire. what was, uh, lastly, the most popular toy of 2004? Hmm, I'm going to say the Hitachi Wand. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> I don't know. The hell's it a Hitachi wand? Um, I'm going to say... Is that including... It's so hard for him when he's been around for so many years. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say like the, like a gaming console, Nintendo yep. 64. Oh, I'll say... Nintendo 64? 64. In 2004? <laughs> I'll say the... Get your head in the game. <laughs> Get your head in the game, son. <laughs> I don't know. I was. I was... I think I was 17 then, so I was... You were playing with Nintendo. I was on another planet. <laughs> My head was busy well, doing I'm sure you stuff. would have played this when you got home from the clubs. I would have played Xbox. this. Xbox. Nintendo DS. Oh, oh DS. no. Yeah. That's, that's, really? Yeah. And that was a Nerd Burger one. Oh, so you didn't play that? It had Pokemon stuff on it. No. Oh, so I was cool, cool on Mario Kart. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Bucks win $10,000 on Monday the 11th. Your letter is B for B105, and some of your answers are Belgium, Bilby, and Brave. Good stuff. See you Monday. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.